This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 93. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. And I'll also remind you to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, which I'll talk more about at the tail end of this episode. So for this week's episode, I'm doing episode three, I think it is, of the Forgotten Pieces of Georgia project. And this past Monday, October 5th, I visited Clayton and Fayette counties, and I want to share the images that I captured in those two counties, and hopefully some of my listeners that live in those areas can supply historical information on these buildings to help out with the project. Now, these buildings will be going in book two, which will be out in 2021. Remember, uh, book one of the eight-volume series will be out November 9th of this year. And you can stay tuned via the ForgottenPiecesOfGeorgia.com website or the Facebook group to find out when, uh, where you'll be able to buy the book, where I'll be making media appearances, and also where I'll be doing book signings should you desire to get your copy signed. Okay, so first up in uh, Clayton County, I found this interesting building right here, this yellow and blue one. It was a Chinese restaurant, but I don't know the exact name of the business because there's a for lease banner that hangs over top of the old Chinese restaurant sign, so I couldn't get the full name. It is an interesting building. I thought it was pretty cool and unique. The yellow and blue color scheme I thought was really cool, and it has like four flagpoles uh, attached to the top of the front end of the building, and each one had a shield across the bottom of it, except the third one, the shield is missing, and it was almost reminiscent of like a medieval times restaurant, which I thought was kind of odd and interesting at the same time. Uh, this was on Terra Boulevard, um, but I thought it was a really cool building. So like I said, if you know more about this building, please reach out to me. Um, you can leave a comment in the YouTube video, or you can call the tip line, which is at ForgottenPiecesOfGeorgia.com slash contact. And I'll also give the number at the tail end of this episode. The... Next building that I found, also on Terra Boulevard, this one sat across the street from the Chinese restaurant, and there wasn't really much I could find out about it. There was nobody nearby that I could talk to. It's just a small, nondescript white brick building or cinder block building. Um, you, there was a bunch of debris and clutter inside, but nothing that really gave any indication as far as what kind of business had been in here. Uh, I don't know if maybe it was a small office space of some kind, maybe it was a private insurance agent's office, or it could have been a small, I don't think it was a doctor's office, I don't think the building was big enough, but who knows, I mean, it's just hard to tell, so if you have any information on this one, it would be greatly appreciated. I will, of course, be reaching out like I always do to the county historical societies to see what information they can supply, 
And I wanted to pause a moment here to let my listeners know that, you know, this is a project I'm taking on by myself. I'm trying to do all of the work myself. I don't have a budget to hire researchers and have people go out in the field and spend days researching these buildings and all of this stuff. And every now and then I get snotty comments for these videos on YouTube, which generally I just delete them if it's somebody being a total troll jerk. Um, sometimes people will be nice enough to help supply information about the businesses, but if you're a troll, stop wasting my time and your time because your comments are just going to get deleted anyways. Uh, especially when you say something stupid like, oh, well, you don't know anything about this county. All you do is drive through and take pictures. I get the information I can get from people on the street when I can talk to them and from the County Historical Society. If you got a problem with that, take it up with the Historical Society, not me. <laughs> All right, rant over. Uh, the next building I found is this Tri-Apple Buffet. Uh, this sat not on Terra Boulevard, but on a side street kind of behind Terra Boulevard over by a hotel that was nearby. And this is a really cool building. It's large. It was a good-sized buffet restaurant. Again, I have no idea when they closed. I'm going to do some Google research on it. These, these videos are just the preliminary information on the buildings. Um, I really like the orangish color to the exterior uh, with the black trim. The entire sign that was above the breezeway to the front door is gone. You can see the neon light tubes, but the, uh, the sign itself is completely gone. Another really cool building that I found in Clayton County. Now, this next one here, um, again, another really nice, interesting building uh, in Jonesboro, and this sits right on the main road um, in Jonesboro. On the far right-hand side, you can't see it down where the cars are, there's actually a mural painted on the side that says, Welcome to Jonesboro. Um, I meant to get a picture of the mural, and then I totally forgot before I left. I'll have to circle back and get it at another point. Uh, this one here, I don't know, could have been a doctor's office, dentist office. Um, I mean, it's just really hard to tell. There's nothing on the building as far as old signage or anything. Um, there are two different doors on the front, one that's more like a wooden door and then one that's a steel door. So it could have been even two different businesses that operated out of this building at one time. Uh, but again, if you have any information on it, you know, I'd really appreciate that. It would help me out quite a bit. Um, but we'll move on here. Uh, the next one that I found, um, also in Jonesboro, sat right down the street from the previous building. Uh, this one here looks like it could have been a doctor's office at one time. I looked in the windows and it's all just empty open space now. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell what was in there. You know, again, if you have information on it that you're willing to share, that would be great. I'd really, really appreciate it. Um, but I'm not trying to twist anybody's arm, you know, whatever you can give me would be great. Um, I'll see what I can find out from the historical society, um, when I do the research phase of these buildings for the next book. All right. And the next one I found, you can tell from the shape of the building, this is an abandoned Rite Aid. I have never gotten any information back from Rite Aid as far as why they closed. They seem to have closed all their southeast stores. Every store I have run across in Georgia is closed now. I know Rite Aid hasn't gone out of business. I know they sold a bunch of their stores off to Walgreens, I think it was. Um, and they had another company that wanted to buy the remaining balance of their, I think they had like an extra 2,800 stores that another company wanted to buy, but the deal didn't go through. So the sale didn't happen. 
Um, and it's just sad to see all of these beautiful, you know, buildings, Rite Aid pharmacies just sitting vacant now. I mean, it's such a waste of real estate, waste of resources. I'm sure it gives uh, Rite Aid a massive tax write-off having these buildings that are just sitting abandoned, if they own them. I don't know if they do or if they were just leasing them, so they might be a huge tax write-off. Uh, maybe they're not. Okay, so this next one that I found um, is a little barber shop. It was painted yellow and purple. I uh, thought that was kind of a unique color scheme. Uh, I haven't quite seen that color scheme before for a barber shop. Uh, must be in a little bit of a bad neighborhood because it has bars over all the windows, you know, uh, you know, as a security thing. So I'm thinking it's probably not in the greatest neighborhood. Uh, you know, it didn't seem too bad when I was there. I was just passing through this sat right along uh, one of the main state highways. Um, but it is an interesting little barber shop that uh, now is sitting completely vacant and unused. All right, this next one. Now, this one is actually in Forest Park. Um, this just says on the front, welcome to the Old South. It's red, white, and blue kind of patriotic paint scheme to the building. On the very far right-hand side, there was, uh, towards the back, there was an Exxon gas sign. So apparently it was a gas station at one time. You can see the old uh, mail uh, newspaper vending machine that sits out by the front ramp, you know, by the front entrance. Uh, it was a really cool little building. Uh, I'm sure it was probably pretty active at one time. It looks like it was a diner in the right-hand side, and I think there was also possibly a barber shop on the far left-hand side, just a small one. Uh, but again, a really cool and interesting building, and if you know anything more about it, uh, please feel free to share. That would be really cool and really appreciated. Uh, the next one that I have, this one here, uh, looks like it was a U-Haul rental place at one time. I don't know if they did anything else. A lot of times they do. A lot of times, you know, a small business will do U-Haul on the side as a way to make a little bit of extra money. But the only sign on the building was a U-Haul sticker, uh, agent sticker in the window. Other than that, it's a pretty nondescript uh, red brick building. Um, it's a really cool building. This, again, was in Forest Park. And I really like the, uh, the building. It looked really cool. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, but again, if you know anything more about this, please, uh, please reach out and uh, give me some information on it. That'd be really appreciated. And the last building in Clayton County, this one sits next door to the U-Haul building. Uh, this one is, uh, looked like it was a small office space. Um, and I'm thinking it might be part of this, uh, truck parking area in the back because the buildings back here match the color scheme of the one in the front. And there's a large fenced in parking lot back there with some old abandoned tractor trailers parked there. So I'm thinking maybe it was a, a truck parking service. Um, I've seen these around here. My brother drives tractor trailer. I did years ago. Um, you'll, you'll find these businesses in some areas where they have a large chunk of commercial property and they'll fence off, put in security cameras, a security gate, and they'll offer, uh, local truck drivers a place to park their semi when they come home. So I'm thinking that might've been what this one was. Uh, but again, I don't know hundred percent for certain. If you have information on this, uh, please, please reach out and, uh, be kind enough to share that information. I'd really, really appreciate it.
All right, let me go ahead and take a quick break and we will continue with Fayette County after the break. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage for the show at liampotographypodcast.com. Additionally, you can call or text the show with comments, questions, or future episode requests at area code 470-294-8191. You can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, be sure to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, and you can find us on Twitter at liamphotoat. You can tweet us there. Just insert the hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. All right, now back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so moving on to Fayette County. Uh, the first place I visited was Fayetteville, which is the county seat. And I found this building here. Now, according to the social media stickers on the door, all the signage is gone, but there were still Twitter and Facebook stickers on the door. And it looks like this was what was called a Truett's Pizza Cafe. Now, I'm not going to say that Truett's is out of business because I'm fairly certain when I was in Clayton County the same day, um, earlier in this day, I ran across another Truett's uh, Pizza Cafe that was still open. So I'm thinking maybe they just closed this one for some reason. Uh, the sign has been stripped off the building and uh, it's, you know, it's vacant. It's still got some furnishings and stuff inside it, but you know, for all intents and purposes, it is now defunct, which is sad. It's a really cool building. I love the red brick design. Uh, the red awnings across the front of it make it look really nice. And I'm sure the sign on the top at one time that was there was really beautiful. Um, I'll see if I can get in touch with Truett's Pizza Cafe to find out more about this building directly from the people that ran it. So we'll see what we can find out about that. Okay, uh, down the road a, a couple of miles, I came across this red barn-shaped building. Um, not exactly sure what was in here at one time. It looks like it might have been uh, a regular storefront. Maybe it was a, a rental business that did tool rentals or equipment rentals or something like that because I had a lot of uh, parking area off to the side here. And I think there was even more parking in the back for equipment and stuff. So it might have been a uh, one of those equipment rental places. I don't know for sure. Again, reach out to me if you have any information. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, next door to the red barn, I found this little dilapidated white building. Um, it's attached to the barn, but it looks like it was a separate business. Uh, the so old sign in the window said J&J Barbershop. Now, this looks like it had been closed for quite a long time. As you can see, the building's in quite a state of disrepair. The wood is all busted up. It's peeling. The paint's coming off. Um, it's in really rough shape, and it's sad because it looked like it was probably a cool little barber shop at one time. Uh, this next one that I found in Peachtree City was a convenience store and gas station. Again, I'm not sure um, the name of the business that was here. There was no signage of any kind. Uh, you'll notice that the gas pumps have all been ripped out. There's holes in the concrete pad under the fuel island uh, covering. Um, where the pumps used to be and everything was ripped up. So uh, again, I don't know what the name of this business was. Any information that my viewers or listeners can give me, you know, I'd really appreciate that. It would help out a lot. Uh, this one here is an old Chevron food mart. Um, now this one's out of business. It's been out of business about a year off to the left-hand side past the fuel island 
There is a state emissions small business operating there. I did get to talk to the gentleman that owns that. He told me that the Food Mart went out of business about a year ago, but he didn't know all of the specifics um, as far as what caused them to go out of business. But he said they went out of business about this time uh, in 2019. So that's all I have on that. And the last building that I found in Fayette County was this small white building here. This sat along Georgia Highway 279 in more of a residential area, but this was definitely a commercial, a small business property at one time. It had all of the credit card stickers in the window, you know, all the forms of payments that they accepted. Has a good sized parking lot. This one looks like it could have definitely maybe been a small dental office or doctor's office or Again, possibly an independent insurance agent was based out of here. Um, they did have some handicap parking on the side, um, but you can see the weeds are starting to overtake the parking lot. They're coming up through the cracks of the blacktop and all of that. But the building itself is in really nice shape. Looks like it's got a good roof on it. The paint's in fairly good condition, so it'd be really nice to see somebody um, rent this or buy this, you know, and open up a new business in there. Um, that's the big thing I always like to see. You know, it breaks my heart to see these businesses, you know, these buildings abandoned. Um, always makes me happy when somebody else comes in later on and takes over the building, leases it, buys it or whatever, and they fix it up and reopen it up. Now, this one doesn't look like it needs a whole lot of work. So this could be a really cool uh, small business uh, building again for somebody, but it might be that it's a bad area. I mean, it sits along Georgia Highway 279, but maybe there's not enough traffic along that road um, for somebody to stay here and be successful long term. You know, I don't know for sure because I don't know the area that well. But those are the 16 buildings that I found this week in uh, Clayton and Fayette County. Um, I was hoping to get to more counties, but I got a late start that day, so I didn't make it to Meriwether or Coweta or Troop yet. I will be hitting those building or those counties up when I go back out on uh, either Monday the 12th or Tuesday the 13th. I'm not sure yet which day I'm going to go. It all depends on what day the wife and I go to do our early voting for the election, the 2020 election. But again, if you have any information on any of these buildings, you can reach out to me. You can leave a comment on the on YouTube, you know, in the comments for this video when I post it. Um, you can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with any tips or information. You can also email me at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com or liam at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com for things specific to the Forgotten Pieces of Georgia project. And uh, we'll see what we can get, you know, as far as data and information on these buildings. Hopefully we can find out something. Uh, hopefully my listeners will, will help me out. It would be really, really appreciated. Now, remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join. The security question is named the host of the show, which is myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the names of a previous guest on the show, such as Ruben Naha, Jill Mott, John Harvell, Jeff Harmon, and Brett Bergram from the Master of Photography Podcast, model, actress, and geologist Ellie Cat and her boyfriend and partner in Adventure Dan. So any of those names will get you in as well. Now, I made it a private group so that we don't uh, hopefully prevent getting bots and spammers. Now, once you're in the group, feel free to post your own original work. 
please do not share someone else's photos, even with their permissions, as that will get you banned from the group. If you would like a creative criticism or critique of your images, you can post them with the comment CC please, and myself or another pro in the group would be happy to give you some pointers. Now, additionally, once in the group, be sure to enter the summer contest in which the show is giving away a KNF Concepts carbon fiber tripod slash monopod combination. The contest runs through October 25th, 2020 at midnight going into Sunday the 26th, and the winner will be selected on Sunday, October 26, 2020, and contacted to claim their prize. You can also find my work at www.liamphotography.net. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. And if you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my project at www.forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com. Now remember, the first book goes on sale November 9th, 2020, so stay updated via the site or the Facebook group for updates on my media appearances and when I'll be doing book signings. All right, and that's going to wrap up episode 93 of the Liam Photography Podcast, episode 3, I think it is, of the Forgotten Pieces of Georgia series project, and I will see you all again in another seven days for episode 94. Thank you.